section twenty seven part two chapter one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse by vicente blasco ibanez this librivox recording is in the public domain part two chapter one what don marcelo envied upon being convinced that war really was inevitable the elder desnoyers was filled with amazement humanity had gone crazy was it possible that war could happen in these days of so many railroads so many merchant marines so many inventions so much activity developed above and below the earth the nations would ruin themselves for ever they were now accustomed to luxuries and necessities unknown a century ago capital was master of the world and war was going to wipe it out in its turn war would be wiped out in a few months time through lack of funds to sustain it his soul of a business man revolted before the hundreds of thousands of millions that this foolhardy event was going to convert into smoke and slaughter as his indignation had to fix upon something close at hand he made his own countrymen responsible for this insanity too much talk about la revanche the very idea of worrying for forty-four years over the two lost provinces when the nation was mistress of enormous and undeveloped lands in other countries now they were going to pay the penalty for such exasperating and clamorous foolishness for him war meant disaster writ large he had no faith in his country france's day had passed now the victors were of the northern peoples and especially that germany which he had seen so close admiring with a certain terror its discipline and its rigorous organization the former workingman felt the conservative and selfish instincts of all those who have amassed millions he scorned political ideals but through class interest he had of late years accepted the declarations against the scandals of the government what could a corrupt and disorganized republic do against the solidest and strongest empire in the world we are going to our deaths he said to himself worse than seventy we are going to see horrible things the good order and enthusiasm with which the french responded to their country's call and transformed themselves into soldiers were most astonishing to him this moral shock made his national faith begin to revive the great majority of frenchmen were good after all the nation was as valiant as in former times forty-four years of suffering and alarm had developed their old bravery but the leaders where were they going to get leaders to march to victory many others were asking themselves the same question the silence of the democratic government was keeping the country in complete ignorance of their future commanders everybody saw the army increasing from hour to hour very few knew the generals one name was beginning to be repeated from mouth to mouth joffre joffre his first pictures made the curious crowd struggle to get a glimpse of them 
desnoyers studied them very carefully he looks like a very capable person his methodical instincts were gratified by the grave and confident look of the general of the republic suddenly he felt the great confidence that efficient-looking bank directors always inspired in him he could entrust his interests to this gentleman sure that he would not act impulsively finally against his will desnoyers was drawn into the whirlpool of enthusiasm and emotion like everyone around him he lived minutes that were hours and hours that were years events kept on overlapping each other within a week the world seemed to have made up for its long period of peace the old man fairly lived in the street attracted by the spectacle of the multitude of civilians saluting the multitude of uniformed men departing for the seat of war at night he saw the processions passing through the boulevards the tricolored flag was fluttering its colors under the electric lights the cafes were overflowing with people sending forth from doors and windows the excited musical notes of patriotic songs suddenly amidst applause and cheers the crowd would make an opening in the street all europe was passing here all europe less the arrogant enemy and was saluting france in her hour of danger with hearty spontaneity flags of different nations were filing by of all tints of the rainbow and behind them were the russians with bright and mystical eyes the english with heads uncovered intoning songs of religious gravity the greeks and rumanians of aquiline profile the scandinavians white and red the north americans with the noisiness of a somewhat puerile enthusiasm the hebrews without a country friends of the nation of socialistic revolutions the italians as spirited as a choir of heroic tenors the spanish and south americans tireless in their huzzas they were students and apprentices who were completing their courses in the schools and workshops and refugees who like shipwrecked mariners had sought shelter on the hospitable strand of paris their cheers had no special significance but they were all moved by their desire to show their love for the republic and desnoyers touched by the sight felt that france was still of some account in the world that she yet exercised a moral force among the nations and that her joys and sorrows were still of interest to humanity in berlin and vienna too he said to himself they must also be cheering enthusiastically at this moment but germans only no others assuredly no foreigner is joining in their demonstrations the nation of the revolution legislator of the rights of mankind was harvesting the gratitude of the throngs but was beginning to feel a certain remorse before the enthusiasm of the foreigners who were offering their blood for france many were lamenting that the government should delay twenty days until after they had finished the operations of mobilization in admitting the volunteers and he a frenchman born a few hours before had been mistrusting his country in the daytime the popular current was running toward the gare de l'est 
crowded against the gratings was a surging mass of humanity stretching its tentacles through the nearby streets the station that was acquiring the importance of a historic spot appeared like a narrow tunnel through which a great human river was trying to flow with many rippling encounters and much heavy pressure against its banks a large part of france in arms was coursing through this exit from paris toward the battlefields at the frontier desnoyers had been in the station only twice when going and coming from germany others were now taking the same road the crowds were swarming in from the environs of the city in order to see the masses of human beings in geometric bodies uniformly clad disappearing within the entrance with flash of steel and the rhythm of clanking metal the crystal archways that were glistening in the sun like fiery mouths were swallowing and swallowing people when night fell the processions were still coming on by light of the electric lamps through the iron grills were passing thousands and thousands of draught horses men with their breasts crossed with metal and bunches of horsehair hanging from their helmets like paladins of bygone centuries enormous cases that were serving as cages for the aeronautic condors strings of cannon long and narrow painted gray and protected by metal screens more like astronomical instruments than mouths of death masses and masses of red kepis military caps moving in marching rhythm rows and rows of muskets some black and stark like reed plantations others ending in bayonets like shining spikes and over all these restless fields of seething throngs the flags of the regiments were fluttering in the air like colored birds a white body a blue wing or a red one a cravat of gold on the neck and above the metal tip pointing toward the clouds don marcelo would return home from these send-offs vibrating with nervous fatigue as one who had just participated in a scene of racking emotion in spite of his tenacious character which always stood out against admitting a mistake the old man began to feel ashamed of his former doubts the nation was quivering with life france was a grand nation appearances had deceived him as well as many others perhaps the most of his countrymen were of a light and flippant character given to excessive interest in the sensuous side of life but when danger came they were fulfilling their duty simply without the necessity of the harsh force to which the iron-clad organizations were submitting their people end of section twenty seven